150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, welcome back everybody to uh, The Fifth Seal, Episode 1. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm, and we are down to number one. We have counted down throughout this last year from 50 to number one, the top worst countries for Christians to live in based upon the persecution that they endure there. We have gone through 50 plus uh, stories about brothers and sisters uh, who are persecuted around the world simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And we have spent a lot of time praying uh, for these brothers and sisters as well. So I just, again, want to thank you uh, for those of you who have been here solid throughout this entire time. Thank you for uh, taking your time to commit to praying for and just uh, sharing uh, information about our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. Again, I cannot thank you guys enough for coming and being part of this. So, excuse me, that being said, it is Saturday, November 30th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from WorthyNews.com. Terrorists kill Christian boy in Cameroon after trying to abduct him as a child so soldier. A Christian boy in northern Cameroon was killed by Boko Haram. It is thought that the boy chose death rather than recruitment as a child so soldier when the West African version of ISIS swept into his village on November 19th, Barnabas Fund reported. Quote, I am now tired and don't know how to help them in their trauma, unquote. A local pastor said of the crisis in which 170,000 mostly Christian Cameroonians have been displaced. Christian pastor David McConey and a deaf Christian boy were killed by Boko Haram in a church attack in Moscata on November 6th. As the terrorists continue to try to set up a caliphate stretching from northeast Nigeria to northern Cameroon. So, again, they're, they've gone in, they're kidnapping children. Boko Haram does this. Uh, kidnapping children um, and ISIS and so on to recruit them to be child soldiers. So this young man, we don't really, I don't think it said his age, just a, a young boy um, kidnapped and tried to force to be a soldier. Obviously, uh, as a Christian, he's not going to do that. One, in order to do that, they would convert him to Islam. So this young man chose death over being recruited as a child soldier for ISIS uh, in this area. So uh, pray for this boy's family, pray for the, the people in the area. And again, it mentioned uh, Pastor David uh, McConey and the young boy that were killed just recently, earlier in this month, 
uh, continue to pray for them, pray for all of our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Um, from csw.e-activist.com. So there is a new uh, campaign out for to free Leah, and it just recently at csw.eactivist.com, uh, I will post the uh, link in the description to the video on YouTube and Facebook, and uh, I'll put it in the, the comments on Facebook, and we will put it in the, the notes for the audio and YouTube comment, but... Uh, we are, again, it's another campaign to essentially signing another letter to the president, um, or this is to the ambassador, uh, George Adesola Ogantale. Um, this is a letter to him. So I'm going to read you the letter that if you choose to join this campaign that you will be sending to this ambassador, your excellency. On 19, November 20, or 19 February 2018, Leah Sharabu was one of 110 schoolgirls abducted from the Government Girls Science and Technical College in Dapshi, Yobi State. One year on, 15-year-old Leah, the sole Christian in the group, is the only one still being held prisoner by Boko Haram, as well as confirming that five of their fellow abductees were dead and had been buried in the bush. Returnees say that Leah had been, quote, held back on religious grounds, unquote, due to her refusal to convert in exchange for freedom. As you are aware, the terrorists who are holding Leah brutally, brutally murdered two humanitarian workers after declaring them apostate simply for working with the Red Cross, and they are still holding another, Alice Loksha Nagada, who, along with Leah, has been enslaved for life. May I respectfully remind you of your government's obligation to uphold the tenets and principles of the Nigerian Constitution by ensuring that every citizen has the right to, quote, be protective irrespective of his or her gender, culture, and religious belief, unquote. I urge you to use your good offices to impress upon your government the importance of prioritizing the safe return of Leah and Alice to their respective families. In addition, may I also urge you to put into place an effective strategy to protect educational establishments in vulnerable communities and to ensure that every child is free to pursue an education without fear. With thanks and anticipation of your support in this matter, signed, you. So, I will, again, I will put the, the link for this in the description to the video in the comments on the Fifth Seal Facebook page. But if we could, please continue to pray for Leah that she'll be released, that these campaigns that are continually going will convince the, uh, the, the people, the ambassadors, the president of Nigeria, all of these people to do something to secure Leah's release um, and this Alice, uh, Alice's release back to their families. Um, but for Leah, because simply because she, uh, refuses to recant her, uh, her Christian belief. So keep praying for Leah, pray for her family as well. And that brings us to once again, our number one, uh, country on the world watch list, which is. As always, North Korea. Um, we've been doing this for, I believe, 10 years now. And every year, North Korea has been the number one uh, 
country on the world watch list where persecution for Christians is the worst uh, throughout the world. So some facts about North Korea, the region is Asia. Persecution type is communist and post-communist oppression. Persecution level is extreme. Population is 25,611,000, of which about 300,000 are Christian. The main religion is atheism. The government is a communist dictator, and the leader is Kim, Kim Jong-un. The primary driver of Christian persecution in North Korea is the state. For three generations, everything in the country is focused on idolizing the leading Kim family. Christians are seen as hostile elements in society that have to be eradicated. There was hope that the new diplomatic efforts in 2018, including the 2018 Winter Olympics, would mean a lessening of pressure and violence against Christians. But so far, that has not been the case. King Kim Jong-un has maintained his tight control over the populace and dissent or worshipping anything else is not tolerated. If Christians are discovered, not only are they deported to labor camps as political criminals or even killed on the spot, their families will share their fate as well. Christians do not even have the slightest space in society. On the contrary, they are publicly warned against meeting other Christians in order to worship. It is in order to worship is almost impossible, and if some believers dare to, it has been done in utmost secrecy. The churches shown to visitors in Pyongyang serve mere propaganda purposes. Due to the extremely difficult security situations, it is very difficult to share examples of persecution. Pastor Dong Chol Kim, arrested in 2015, and two Korean-American Christian lecturers at the Pyongyang University of Science and Technology, Tony Kim and Hak Song Kim, arrested in April and May 2017 respectively, were all accused of espionage but released ahead of the U.S.-North Korean summit in June of 2018. In a change of hiring policy, uh, the Pyongyang University of Science and Technology is now reportedly looking for non-American staff, a logical consequence from the travel ban for U.S. citizens. Prayer points for North Korea. Pray that new diplomatic efforts will pay dividends and that will lead to a softening of the North Korean government towards its people. The situation for Christians is vulnerable and precarious. They face persecution from state authorities and their non-Christian families, friends, and neighbors. Pray for their protection. Pray for strength and courage for Christians who suffer in prisons, labor camp, and remote areas. Pray that God will prepare the underground church in North Korea to be a light for the country and that they will be ready to share the gospel freely someday. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for um, this medium, this uh, platform that you've given us uh, to raise awareness of our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world and that we can come together across vast distances and even across time frames, Lord, as we can watch these videos at different times, but yet we are all coming together to pray as, as one body, as one voice uh, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world. So, Lord, we thank you so much and we give you all the glory for the invention of the Internet and the ability we have to come and to pray for our brothers and sisters. And we do pray that in all these situations that you, Lord, are glorified. We lift up the family of this young boy killed in Cameroon. Lord, we pray that uh, that his family will, that, that their faith will be strong. Uh, Lord, that they will see his refusal 
to recant his faith and to go to be a um, a soldier for uh, ISIS as uh, glorifying to you and as a a beacon of, of faith that they can hold on to and uh, continue Lord that that they would be voices uh, to share your gospel because of what um, this young man did and so we, we pray for the family we pray for comfort peace and we pray for the the continuing protection of uh, all of our brothers and sisters in different uh, regions of Cameroon where um, persecution is often violent and leads to death so we pray for protection of our brothers and sisters there Lord we do continue to lift up Leah to you father I pray that this uh, this most recent um, campaign to secure her freedom would produce uh, the fruit that is intended to produce and that would be her release that this uh, ambassador and the president of Nigeria would do everything they have in their power to secure her freedom to return her to her family and in the meantime Lord we do pray that you protect her physically emotionally and spiritually keep her faith strong keep her body safe um, and again Lord I pray that you would use her faith and her refusal to recant her faith in you as a catalyst for the Holy Spirit to draw her captors into a, a repentant relationship with you Lord and that they would be saved and that you would be glorified and father we do lift up our brothers and sisters in North Korea we pray that as diplomatic efforts between our country and theirs continue on that it would lead to uh, President Kim Jong-un um, softening his stance on uh, the people in his country worshiping um, in different manners Lord it seems like such a a I can't think of the word that I want and such a uh, ominous task uh, something that can't be overcome humanly Lord but you can you can turn the heart of Kim Jong-un uh, to his people and and lessen the uh, the persecution they face there father we, we do pray for the the Christians their their non-christian families uh, God we pray that that you would use the willingness of these Christians again just like with Leah with this young boy who chose death rather than uh, servitude we pray that you would use these Christians who in the face of such persecution uh, continue to stand firm in their faith that you would use that to draw their family members to you Lord that they would not only cease in their persecution of those who have converted or become Christians but that they would become Christians themselves Lord and again that you would be glorified in that we pray for strength and courage for the Christians that are in prisons labor camps and in other remote areas in this country Lord I pray that you use them as evangelists that they would stand firm in their faith lift up the the gospel as they're they're already incarcerated Lord um, pray that they would continue to preach your word call their captors and fellow prisoners to repentance and that God in all of this we pray that you would receive the glory um, as our brothers and sisters stand firm 
in their faith in you in the face of horrible persecution, God. Again, we thank you for this entire year of to be able to come together to lift up and to pray for our brothers and sisters. God, we reiterate every one of those prayers. Um, even those we can't possibly remember, Lord, you do. And so we, we just, we, we present all of these to you, all of our brothers and sisters in all of these 50 countries. Lord, we pray that you would intercede on their behalf, uh, protect them and, and give them strength to proclaim the gospel and that more and more people would hear that message and that you would use that to draw them to you, Lord. And again, it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thank you again. Thank you all so much. I, I can't express how much it means that, that you would come every single day, spending 15 to 20 minutes uh, throughout the month of November and just pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. I appreciate it. I know they uh, covet those prayers and appreciate it. And, and God is glorified in it. So thank you guys so much. We will be taking the month of December off and then starting up again in, in January, the second Wednesday in January. We will start again at number 50. We will be in the 2020 uh, World Watch List reporting period. And so we will have a new list. We'll see changes and things, but we will continue to do the same thing that we have done. We will pray for brothers and sisters around the world. We'll hear stories of how they are persecuted. And then we will go through from 50 to 1 again, we'll start the, the next season of the fifth seal, counting down, starting at episode 50, second Wednesday in January. So thank you all again for, for being part of this. Invite people throughout the month of December to come and join. I will send out massive invitations again uh, in January, and hopefully we'll see more and more people join this group. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until the beginning of January, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.